Now, welcome back. Blended in perfectly with Pete and Mina. And we're back for episode five. Pardon me as I take a sip of this douce. Oh, douce, what a great cognac. Anyway, we're back for episode five, man. Better than ever. Episode four did very good, man. We got mad listeners. Things was really ramping up. I'm hoping we continue that for this one. Want to say thanks to everybody listening, all the new listeners, the old listeners that keep following up, all the shout outs, the accolades, big shout outs to Speak Between the Lines, nice podcast, I'm continuing uh, to scroll up, that's 102 ep- uh, episodes, man, that's a lot to catch up, but little by little, during the commute, it's on, uh, we want you to rate us, subscribe us, and leave reviews, and Mina's here to tell you how. <laughs> So on whatever streaming platform you're listening to, you could subscribe to us on iTunes. If you're listening in iTunes, super, super important. We, we see we have a lot of listeners listening on uh, through Apple Podcasts. So please just rate us there and drop a comment. It really helps us. We need your help. So that would be great if you guys could do that. And then subscribe on, if you're on Spotify, subscribe. Because then anytime there's a new episode... It'll give you a notification that, hey, we've got a new episode and it'll remind you so that you can listen to it whenever you feel like listening to it. The other thing that we want for you to do is subscribe uh, on our website because there you'll have access to uh, merchandise that we're currently in the works on doing and you'll wind up having, um, you know, uh, you'll get first options for it and a discount. So the first 10 buyers get a personally signed t-shirt by myself who wants your signature on there you don't understand who wants my signature funny you should say that (laughs) funny you should say that and this is a segue to something that happened a while back i already know where this is going you have a feeling i know you're gonna know unbeknownst to her unbeknownst to myself i'm bringing this up because i do now you're saying who wants my signature i remember about (laughs) six and a half almost seven years ago Uh uh-huh about uh, seven years ago. It'll be seven years that's what I said. next month. Almost seven years ago. Yeah. Yes, it was April 2013. My lovely wife-to-be, well, not not even a wife-to-be at the time yet, but she knew she, since she first met me, man, and she bagged me and asked me for my number, she knew she wanted to get with me for the rest of her life. Yeah, boy. yeah. Put it on her like a pair of spandex. Anyway, like I was saying, one time we were in Aruba, and there was a bingo game. And the prize was, uh, I guess, the amount of money that built up during how many, depending how many people played. And also, I gave out an autographed picture with me. A Polaroid yeah. picture. It was a pic. It wasn't Polaroid. It wasn't was a Polaroid. It? Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. I still got a picture. It was an autographed picture. You take a. You were, the prize was part of the prize was you take a picture of me with an or, and it's autographed by me. So who wants to take a picture of me? So we just threw it out there. I didn't think nothing of it. You didn't even, you're not even giving the context. Woman. We were on vacation. Okay, good. Break it down. Tell we it. were on vacation at this resort, and Pete felt like he could do a better job than the MC. And so he, because he was a young guy, whatever, cool guy. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. And so Pete was like, yo, we need to get this place jumping. We need to have like a whole bunch of people come off the beach because we were by, we were on um, beachside. Uh, yeah, it's a little bar. Gilligan's Island. It's a little bar. But in front beach. of the, in front of the pool. In front of the, yeah, in front of the pool. So Pete started making announcements and he really, really got it so that all of the days that we were there subsequently, so he, they gave him the mic. He winds up emceeing. He winds. This was, was the week after was spring him. break. Yes, and we wound. He wound break. up making more money for the resort while yes. we were there the, than spring break. The manager, a, a woman approached me. She told me to manage to ask who that who I was, and she said the managers told her that they're making more money with me there than they just made last week during spring break. So I was. First of all, we were drinking the whole freaking time. So I got really, really like drinking bold. on the house too. We didn't, <laughs> yes. we didn't pay for a drink. So I got really bold. I was like, oh, you don't know who he is. He's on the radio, this and that. It wound up because it was his birthday. Um, 
they gave us a free sunset dinner on the beach, which oh, was, was dope. really dope. It was dope. But in the meantime, like every day, it was like it, it was so bad. Cough drinks every day. But no, but it was so bad that we were in the elevator and there were little kids who were like, "Is is that the Pope?" Because he was on the mic every single day, and so he's like signing autographs. Maybe remembers. Nobody FaceTime you. <laughs> but he's signing autographs in the elevator, or whatever, and then making comments like. Oh, you have to call my stylist to me. Like, oh, you know, I, I feel like I I need a uh, a shave. You know, you know, I don't shave myself. <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. He was so full. Aruba just knew that they had a star there, and I was killing him. And yo, I it was, was fun. Him. It was a lot of fun. I if if anybody is curious about those weekend events, I have video footage that can back these stories up, and I will post it if anybody ask, enough people ask for it. I will post it. But anyway. At that little um, lounge spot, that beachside um, little bar, they also served finger foods there too. It was great. They had these fish fingers or something. Remember, what do we eat over there? The little t- it was something we ate that was pretty good that we just eat finger stuff. But the drinks were good and they're free, so they're always good. So they used to have this bingo game and also a little contest. So one time we was given out. It was called Bingo Bongo, and you and renamed I, yeah, it. Yeah, I renamed it to Bingo Bango Bongo. <laughs> I had a spot jumping. I had that joint so crowded. They had to get all the extra bingo cards. They had to make dudes make new bingo cards. I had people going back to their rooms to get money to yes, play bingo. Yes, that's right. I had, kids, I had a joint so packed that they were just like, oh, this dude's killing them. They caught me everything. You had you had this one dad that came with his kids when we were doing the beer drinking contest. Yes. And he had him, you had him, you were calling him bad dad yeah, yeah, because his, 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 his wife little and, and, and husband, mother and father came to the beer drinking contest with their children. I had the whole spot pumping up rooting for him. Bad dad, bad dad, bad dad. And I think, I don't know if he won or his wife won one. Whatever it was, we all drank free beers. It was cool. Anyway, at one of the contests, I said the winner of this would get X amount of dollars, let's say it was $250 in the pot. A hug from Marisol. Free, a hug from Marisol was a male. Free, two free drinks and a signed, an autographed picture with me. This woman, older woman, she was there with her husband. I don't think she's really older, but she was a woman. Older woman. <laughs> with her husband. really older. Got her money, got a thing, and she came. She came to cash out her picture with a signed autograph. She came, I got a picture with her, signed autograph, and she took it, showed her husband. Come on. Who wants my autograph? Sorry, we had to drift off like that. But I know, but who wants my autograph? It was a good time. I don't know. If I was you guys... a star. <laughs> I was a star. He was. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. We had. We made a lot of good friends there too. That we still yeah, talk made to. Friends. Oh man, we hang out with the Golden Girls, beer hop. I mean, bar hopping one night. Oh man, so it many was. Stars. It was a lot of fun. So we just wanted to say thank you, everyone, and please just you know listen, rate, review, and subscribe. Especially we've got listeners from Hawaii, from Alabama, from Illinois, Japan, Virginia, Maryland, Texas, Oregon, Florida, Connecticut, New Jersey, the UK, Honolulu. the UK, Ontario, and of course New York City, United Kingdom. So Canada, um, yeah. Please just continue to share and uh, California and, and rate us. And review. And share with your friends. And tell them to share with their friends. And if you like it, you think it's funny, share with your parents, man. You might be, you know, they might like it too. Just share, rate, subscribe, donate. Create a donate. GoFundMe page. The more do y'all donate, the more do y'all put on our GoFundMe page. We don't page, need donations, could, guys. We don't need, all right. No, we don't need we donations. We need views there. We just need listens. Yes, that's all, that's all we ask. Listen, share, subscribe. And engage with us on so- social media because a lot of people are hitting us on the side, like yes, uh, in the of, emails. We get a lot of questions asked. But yeah, so we just want for people to, you know, engage with us on social media so that you could engage with other people who possibly think the same things and uh, make yeah, let's friends. Let's start a thread. Let's start a hundred comment thread, man, on these comments and questions. Let's go back and forth, man. Let's chop it up. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's just throw your questions in the blender, man. Let's chop it up. You feel me? Put it on chop? Chop status. Chop mode. Just <laughs> chop it up, man. It'll just put shit in the air, you know? Okay. I wanted to uh, promote a local business. Big shout out. Local business. Um, And this local business actually happens to be my sister. She so owns... My sister-in-law. She owns and operates solely on her own. On her own. That means by herself. A kickboxing facility and training facility called Try Hard Fitness NYC. And you could... Go on her website to check her out. It's tryhardfitnessnyc.com. It's my sister, Rachel. If you mention our podcast, you get 20% off. And your first class is free. 
So she does kickboxing, she does body sculpting, cardio ballet, and her technique is actually patent pending. It's the try hard fitness technique. And it's actually really good. It's a positive atmosphere. Everybody who goes to her gym, like even the people who attend there, everybody's super encouraging. It's a whole like mind, body, and wellness she positive atmosphere. Freaking Method Man was training there and Method actually Man did a promo. There. So yeah, if you're in the Staten Too Island far, area. Bam, bam. If you're in the Staten Island area, please make sure that, you know, you support a local business. You definitely won't regret it. Um, like I said, it's it's super positive. So uh, mention our names, blend it in perfectly, and you get 20% off. Mention my name, you get a free vitamin water. Only the purple ones. Do they have purple ones? Yeah, a free vitamin water. Anyway, she doesn't... Uh, anyway, go ahead. All right. <laughs> my bad. My bad. All right. Hey, not a few weeks ago, I just want to say, man, a few weeks ago, we mentioned my dad tried to get in his cooking game late in his career. Very late in his career. Because if I recall back, man, it was a couple of times he tried to cook for us when we were young and my sister tried to help, man. It was pretty bad outings, man. So twice you mentioned on the so, podcast the Sancocho, and I said, yes. I can't co-sign because... You can't co-sign because you never tried it. I never had it. So my dad... Hearing the podcast, decided, you know what, he's going to revisit that set culture and try to duplicate it. So, yesterday, he went on his prowl, went to the Latin uh, supermarket, got all the ingredients he needed, chopped it up, and did his own thing, put it together. Now, I must say, it was good. He got that. One thing for sure I can say about my dad, he got this. I, I kind of wish he was doing this stuff like this back in the days when I was younger. Maybe I wouldn't have been so skinny. But, um... <laughs> He definitely is doing his thing now. And also, bacalaitos. He makes these bacalaitos from scratch too. No box stuff. And he's good at it. I didn't have those either. You didn't have those? But I did have the Sancocho. not better than my mom's though. As of last night. And it was so good. It was not better than last time. I must add that in though. It was good. It was last time so was better. freaking Gotta say that. Gotta say good. it was better last time. It was delicious. And it was good though. the corn was, was perfectly yes. cooked. So it was crisp, right? Like yes. Still bite. And it mushy. was nice and sweet or whatever. But it, and it wasn't like overcooked and gross. And like, no, no, what's good. the he point of having this? Hey, Dad. Good job, Dad. I loved it. It was delicious. Everybody liked it. So um, now he's going to have to make pots and sell them. <laughs> pots of Sancocho yeah. and he sell them. He said he's selling pacalitos. Three for Send five over Three t- for five. Three for five. Send them over to see, uh, in FedEx or whatever. FedEx them. It was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. So I can't wait for your dad to pick up like the next recipe. Right, we was, should have it him. Good. It was we, good. We got to think of something for him to make. Can't think. I don't want to be giving him too many different recipes and stuff like that. You told him, oh, have him, let him try this. And then it does. it's, it's a flop. Let him figure out on his own. He knows what he could do. He did Sancocho. I got to give him that, though. That Sancocho, that was on the money. Pork-free Sancocho, too. Yeah. Pork-free. We don't do the pork over here. Pork-free everything. So Sorry. Bad. No offense to all you porky ears, Henry. I mean, Harry. No offense. Harry. I know you love that. What kind of friend are you that you couldn't even remember? You just... Henry. And then you could have just left it. But instead, you corrected yourself. Well, I corrected. This is my brother. Harry's my brother. Oh, your Man, brother. I love Harry. You, love you to death, bro. Your brother that you forget his I name. I didn't forget his name. I know his name's Harry. But I was thinking about Henry for some reason. Henry, our former laundry guy. Remember of Henry? He yes. was a good guy, man. He used to come and drop, pick up our laundry and drop it off. Very, very nice guy. Yeah, he was cool. I liked it. <sighs> Cheap prices, too. So, babe, how you feeling? How was this week? Oh, man, I'm feeling great, man. I'm feeling great, man. What a great week, man. Really? It was a great week? Not really. <laughs> so, what but are I, you saying? I'm saying? I made it through the week. I worked every day, and I got a full check. Okay. That's a great week. That, as uh, uh, good old friends that speak between, um, speak between lives will say, that was a win for the week. Okay. Well, I made it through the week and went to work every day. That's a full paycheck. All right, so... Let me let me let me ask you a question, right? Ah, uh, shoot. So, you know, every single time I have to do something, oh. I overthink it. Yes. A million percent. Yes, yes. Everybody knows that, right? Yeah. So, if I'm gonna do something, go somewhere, have something done, I just I don't know. I just start thinking about, especially if it's been a while since I've done it. I'm like, I start just overthinking the procedure. So yes, yes. What's funny is that What's you funny? and I both went to the dentist this week. Oh, man. Not the same dentist and not at the same time. 
Uh, not at the same time. But I wanted to ask day. you. Yes, but I wanted to ask you um, something because I was thinking of this before I went to the dentist, and then I was like, I wonder what he does. So when you are sitting in a dentist chair, and the dentist is about to get ready, they got their 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 mask on, they got the um their little you know their glasses with the magnifying glass and the light and all that shit or whatever on, and they're about to go into your mouth and they say, open. Do you keep your eyes open or closed? <laughs> it's funny you mentioned that because when I was at the dentist this week, that thought came across my mind. I'm telling you, it's, fu- it's crazy. No cap, as the kids would say, right? No cap, Avery? Yeah, no cap. No cap. <laughs> we have our... Uh, uh, our our uh, uh, millennial or after, after millennial, I guess Generation Z, Z, Z. Generation Z uh, lingu- linguist. Is that right? Linguist? Sure, I don't know what you're trying Whatever. to say. Okay. So sure, I'm not even gonna try no more. Anyway, <laughs> our resident uh, youngsters here, just in case I, I don't know what I'm talking about. Audio and sound engineer, and also uh, you know uh, slang extraordinaire. Yeah, ebonics uh, <laughs> translator. Current. 2020 Ebonics Translator. All right. So I'm, I was in there and I was thinking about the same thing. You said I was thinking about it because why? I was thinking because as soon as I get in there, the lady, you know, they sit to you, they put that bib on you. Oh, just lift your neck up. Oh, how are you day? All this. I'm just going to lean you back and you start leaning you back. And it all of a sudden, first of all, I went at the end of the day, right after work. Came home, floss, brush, jed right there. I was super tired. I just laid there. I know this dude's going to poke me. So I. I after all this, I closed my eyes and all of a sudden I said to myself, Pause. Wait huh? Pause. What did I say? He's going to poke you? Oh, mind. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pose. P- Pose. Pose. <laughs> Pause. Yeah, Ed. Example number two. I said, I know he's going to poke me on my mouth. I was talking about the shots. The, um, you know, that uh, anesthesia. But it's a perfect time to say pause. Ed, lesson number two. Poke you on the mouth. Pause. Okay. Anyway. So I close my eyes, or Mike, I say to myself, whoa, what are you doing closing your eyes like a bitch? Open them. Oh, Man up. Look, Man look up. him in the face. Who does he think he is? Look him in the right? eye? Yeah, because I said to myself, this dude, and, and guys, anybody in the audience want to say something, you can say something about it. I hate when you go in there and they just think they can do what they want. Like this dude will put his finger in his mouth. Pull, like, in your mouth. Yeah, like in your mouth. Pulling your lip or your mouth one way on, like he's doing something like it's all right. Just turn this way and just pull it all hard. And I be looking at this dude like, are you serious? No, Yo, you know it sounds it like don't you, stretch like this. You, it sounds like, like you have a hack. You need to break up with your. No, dentist. it just pisses me. No, I have to say something. One time he went to poke one time and I wasn't ready because I felt like I wasn't numb. And I grabbed his wrist like some martial arts shit and just looked at him like my head was turning back and forth like side to side slow motion <laughs> like this. <laughs> he looked at me. I looked at him and. No words were said, and he understood. He said, all right, I'll give it another minute. I let go, and we looked, and we had an understanding. So yesterday, not more yesterday, we were talking about yesterday. The, the, week, the day I went to the dentist, I thought about that. I had my eyes closed, and I opened, and I said to myself, you know what? And it's weird, because I'm a barber, and it's a similar situation. You're shaping a dude up. You're all, sometimes you're a barber, you're shaping a dude up. You're all close to his face, because you got to get in, you shape it up. Sometimes you're getting his mustache, and... And you're kind of close to him. So now if you're close to your, your client like that, or your barber's close to you, you don't really want to be looking eye to eye. That's so really wait, wait. Too close. So, so you, don't, you don't want for the person that you're cutting their hair to have their eyes open? When I'm the, yeah, because I'm the barber. I don't yes. want you looking at me. I'm going to be honest. And maybe this is a double standard. Maybe this is a double standard. Tell me if it is. Guys, hit the emails. Hit us on our Instagram. I want to know, am I wrong? Am I being biased? Is this a double standard? I cut hair, been cutting hair for a long time. I don't want you to look at my face because I feel weird. It's almost like you and your girl and y'all talking and it's that awkward silence. You look each other in the eye and you're really close because maybe you was wiping something off your face. You look at each other, nobody says nothing. What comes next? You make the move. So we what? So if, so if I'm looking at him close what? to his face, I'm hoping. Yo, you know what's funny? Because look, look, your barber got you. He has his hand. He's holding your face with his hand uh-huh. to make sure he gets a good angle. <laughs> Now, I'm holding your face. Hold this so I can get a good ankle. Being gentle, not to be rough. Get a good ankle so I can get it cool. You're staying still. I'm looking at you. If you open your eyes and you're looking at me, I'm looking at you. I'm that close. It's weird. 
It just feels awkward. So then how much more weird is it that this guy is up in okay. your mouth okay, and your eyes weird. are open? Now I'm thinking about it. It feels kind of weird. But when this dude is doing it, I opened my eyes. I wanted to look at him. And I didn't think it was to say weird. I just said, I want him to be uncomfortable. You're not going to be pushing my mouth around, doing all this weird shit in my mouth. Pause. <laughs> look at me all in my eye and I'm not going to look at you back in your eye. Okay, but wait. It's like when you're What kissing. if you make him nervous and then he fucks something up? I'm like, yo, I don't no. want to make you nervous. The look I'm giving so him. I'm not looking at you. No, the look I'm giving him is not a get nervous look. I'm giving him that look. Take your time. Don't mess so up. So it's a look of encouragement. No, it's a look of don't fuck up. No. So then it's, that's even more that's, reason for him to be nervous. No, that's he, actually, you're right. So if he's in his mouth, he's probably like shaking. I'm encouraging him. Your old ass better not fuck up with this chatty assistant you got here. <laughs> I think you need to break up with your dentist. I really do. I do think so too, but I, I also think they overcharge me. I'm gonna start checking my next billing statements because I think that I be getting billed for shit I didn't even get, like some type of weird screening stuff. I be saying to myself, "Yo, I didn't do this." Or my son gets his stuff back. My son didn't get this thing that I know of. Nobody asked me or approve any of this or ask my permission. So to answer your question. I guess when I was younger, maybe I closed my eyes or I used to feel like I didn't want to see what was going on. So if I don't see it, it's not happening. But now as an adult and not liking what's going on, but I have to do it. I want to look at you in the face and let you know I'm here for all this. Don't play with me. Okay, so I close my eyes. So is that weird? No, it's not weird. I think it's normal. I think the normal thing is to close your eyes and let you happen. I think that's what the average person does. Really? You think so? I Because, okay. Let's take a poll. Poll, and we're going to post it. She's going to post a poll. Babe, you going to post a poll? Who opens the eyes? Who keeps the eyes closed at the dentist? She's going to post a poll. I think more people keep the eyes closed, I think, honestly. I don't... So this is the thing. This is what Avery, also made me... close open. This is what also made me think of this, is that we watched a show on, on mm-hmm. uh, Fuse TV... Uh, and Practical Jokers, and they do these stupid skits, and one time they were dentists and stuff like that, that. and like every single person had their eyes open. I don't remember. Because they weren't really doing nothing yet. They wasn't drilling No, yes, they did. Freaking, Sal had his face with floss hanging out of his mouth. But remember, look, look. And then the guy's eyes were wide open. But they weren't doing nothing yet. Like, no machine. It was just regular with the mirror stuff. They were just looking. If work was starting, we're talking about your eyes open and closed when work starts getting done. At the moment that you lean me back and you say for me to open my mouth, I close my no, eyes. No, when you do that little mirror thing and you, uh, I'm looking like this at you. Because <laughs> I want to see what you see. And I, I look at your face. I look at your face because I want to see what's that refreshment. Because if he's looking at my shit and he's making his face like disgust, like, oh my God, I'm like, oh shit, he saw something. Damn, I'm fucking up. I ain't flaws. <laughs> or he's looking regular as he's doing it, just regular and going through it normally. It gives me more confidence that I'm not that bad. See, you know what I'm I looking have? at expression. I'm trying to get a feel. Of, I'm trying to get a feel of what's going on. That's all. So anyway, no. So what I'm saying is, my dentist, he doesn't even. He doesn't. Ma- I can't see him even making faces because he has a mask on. So what are you even talking about? You can see the eyes. Okay, unless the eyes are like, oh shit, you see know. The eyes. I, I watch everything. No, nah, you can't see nothing. Any wrinkles. But my my dentist, he makes noises. Like he'll be like. Like oh, that, it's and even like worse. one time, the Ooh. one time he did that, he did that to you. Yeah, he did that to me, and then Whoa. that's when I had to have all his work done. Whoa. And then when I went this time, he goes. Noise. So I got nervous, and I, I I opened my eyes, and I said, "Is everything okay?" He was like, "No, this is actually everything is is better than what I could have ever anticipated. This is like the best that I've ever had any like patient." you know, take care of uh, the work that was done. And so I was like, you know, the last time you made that noise, you told me I had all this shit or whatever that needed to be done. He was like, no, 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 you're good. I was like, so I can't really read him anyway, so it doesn't matter. It's not good. It's like going to a mechanic. If the mechanic starts looking under your hood and you start ah, it's not a good look. That's the noise, of, especially you don't ever want to hear it. Anytime. But they treat me very nicely at my dentist's office. You should go to my dentist's office. And they have Saturday appointments, so you don't have to take off. I like to do my own dentist or have my own personal dentist separate. Yeah, that's why your dentist is doing you dirty. Eh, I think they feeling me in there. <laughs> they just want me to keep coming because the ladies in the front really digging me. <laughs> okay. I'm probably the youngest dad in there. I heard... Pete, hey. you always think 
let me just say, you always think you are just like the youngest and like the 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 most like you're young at heart. Yes, Pete. We when we had gone to Zani's new student orientation for college, oh, we were up boy. there for the weekend. Yes, this man went immediately. No, they didn't. Yes, they no, did. They did. I knew you were trying to say you something. Meant, you couple went, people said, "What classes you're taking?" No, they didn't. A couple you people told me. Immediately went to the hub, purchased the university sweatshirt, and then grabbed Zani's um swag her, bag. Her swag bag and was walking around. I'm like, if anything, you look like uh like the dudes like Will Ferrell in old school, <laughs> like oh, old ass people going back to college. To and this credits. is this was a, a university. I don't look like him. First of all, I don't look I nothing say, like him. You, I'm looking you young in that age range. Spry. You did not look like you were 18 years old or even 20 years old. You did not look like you were in your 20s. I'll give you 30s. First of all, to go back to what you're saying, this was a couple instances where I was walking out of the dentist and I've heard a couple of women under their breath saying, <laughs> what a dilf. <laughs> I act like I ain't hear nothing. Smile no, no, and no, no, kept no. going. You know no, they said, what inside? a diddle. No. <laughs> you set yourself up for what that a one. Dilf, they said. <laughs> what a diddle. <laughs> You didn't even say it right. Sorry, GS. How do you say it? Sorry, GS. Blasting me on her. She said it wrong, GS. But they called me a dilf. No, they didn't. Called me a dilf. I actually was kind of offended because I felt like they were like I'm old now, and kind of was um. I guess I was offended, and what's the felt like complimented in the same time. I felt like wow, okay. Did you feel like a piece of meat? Kind of felt like a piece of meat. Yeah, oh, a little that's bit. good. Great, babe. Kind of felt like a piece of meat. You know, I didn't marry you for uh, anything else but, you know, for arm candy. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know. <laughs> Use me as a piece, like a piece of meat. Yeah. <sighs> I understand. So, uh, I wonder if we're tardy to the party because... I heard a bunch of people talking about this, and this is like one of those shows. Honestly, and I never heard. You never heard of it? I never heard of it. I heard a bunch of people talking about this, like at my job, and um, and even on social media or whatever. And we were trying to find a movie last night, and we wound up, you know, of course, you go to Netflix, and one of the first things that came up was the show, Love Is Blind. Holy shit! The show is insane. And, like, we love to watch, like, these kinds of smut TV shows like Temptation Island. What was the other name of the show that we watched? Love Island. Love Island. That was, like, another one or whatever. So, the Love, love is Blind, like, the premise, if nobody's watching or whatever, the premise of the show is that there's these singles. The men live on in one quarter. The women live in another quarter. And then... They start dating each other, but they don't see each other. So they're talking to each other in separate rooms through a wall. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. have to fall in love so with each like other. Something like a dating game. Was it a dating game? What was that game? Was it the dating I game? I think it was a dating game where it was like Bachelor 1, 2, and 3. Is that yeah. what you mean? Yeah, and it was behind the door first and you pick them. Then you see them after you pick them. No, but this is like, you're not, not like for a date. This is for marriage. This is yes. for you to get yeah, married. And it's like for 10 days, right? So yeah, so you have 10 days to decide who you want to marry. And, um, and I guess, I think that's what they said, because we only watched two episodes, but they said 10 days, and then, I guess, and they go through, they finally meet each other at whatever point, if the dude proposes, or if a woman proposes, I don't know if women are proposing on the show. Um, but one of the things that struck me about this show that was super annoying to me was... Everybody's showing up because they have these pods. So the the woman is sitting in one pod, the man is sitting in another pod. They're talking through the wall, right? Yeah, it's like a. And they're all dressed up in their Sunday fucking best. Like everybody's got full makeup on, dudes is in suits. I'm like, they can't see you. I would be going up there in a, in a freak, my hair tied up in a, a bun. I'd be in a sweatsuit with some shorts and a t shirt. <laughs> but that guy. Uh, you got a TV though. So. True. You, gotta, you gotta look good for TV. Nah, man. That dude, uh, Barnett. Mm. Was that his name? Barnett? The guy who has... Makes sense. It's on TV, though. There's some guy. What's his name? Barnett? Barnett? I don't know. He's the one that, like, a bunch of chicks like or whatever. At one point, by the third date, he was wearing sweatpants with a hole in his knee. Okay. <laughs> this dude Last don't give up. clean pants. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what I hate about this show? If you really want to see if people could actually... Fall in love together. This is it's American based, right? So let's talk about the majority of the American population. They're overweight. 
you know what I'm saying? They, they're, they're not like fit or whatever. I mean, like, of course we do have fit people, but I guess cause they have to make it appealing to TV. But what would be really good TV is if they had like some real fat, morbidly obese yes. guy yes. with like Cheeto ju- dust on his chest yeah, they have, and a gaming, uh, it should be like, on. like say it's, <laughs> if it's six men, six women or whatever, how it goes like that, it should be half and half, three Shapely women, as far as you know, to say society. Yeah, goes. yeah, yeah. And three, not so shapely as society goes. And and same thing with the men. And you don't see each other, so you and, and you can't ask those type of questions. You can ask other questions, but you can't ask the weight or size. But it would be perfect. Like you to ask, ask so you work out. But wouldn't it be perfect to like to have someone like the person that I described because. Most of those kinds of people, they live in these like virtual worlds when they're playing their video games. They would love this shit. Funny you say that, right? Check this out. I was in college. I had a friend of mine. This dude, oh, this dude, his handwriting was immaculate. Mm-hmm. It's like writes like a. You read a letter or anything he writes, you would swear a woman wrote it. Because he has really good penmanship. What this guy? Oh, I'm talking about. He used to write letters for people, or essays, or anything you want written and you want to neat. You ask him and pay him to do it for you. That's how handwriting was. So he had a pen pal that he was writing. Writing this girl that he met. So they're pen pal. They never met each other in person yet. Going back and forth. Going back and forth. I remember one letter he showed me. He said something to her like, Yeah, you know, I'm tall, brown skin. I'm into this, that, and that. You know, I weigh this much. You know, some people say I look like Tupac. So, right? So, now this is my guy. Love him to death. Not going to say no names. But he's not the best looking guy in the world. <laughs> he wasn't even the best looking guy. In one the, in one the to ten. One to ten. Uh, t- two. Ooh. Or three. Eesh. But he was a beautiful person. Nice personality. Cool as shit. Had nice, he's charming. Gift to gab. He knows to write. So anyway. So he's right back from where he said, I look like Tupac. Uh, so one day we were sitting there talking. I'm kicking around. So I'm like, yo, so what's up with that girl you were talking to? Um. What's the status? He said, yo, she don't write me no more. Just out of nowhere, she don't write me. I hit her, she don't hit me back. I call, no no answer. It's like I got curved or something for some reason. I don't know what the hell happened. And I said, word? I said, yo, um, what, conversa- what was the last conversation you had? And he goes, well, the last time I wrote her, we were talking. I, she asked me for a picture. I sent her a picture. And I said, oh, pause, freeze, stop right there. Okay, you said you sent her a picture. Yes. Is that the last letter you, you got? You didn't get a picture? No, no, yeah, that's the last letter I said. I didn't get a response since then. I said, damn, dude. Damn, damn, damn. I said, dude, you told you look like Tupac. Then you sent her a picture. When you know you look like that dude from um, Tales of the Crypt. Okay. This dude looked like... I said, yo, dude. <laughs> he goes, what happened? What do you think happened? I said, you sent a picture. That's what happened. Okay, so you know what's so funny, though? When I was in high school, there was uh, a friend of mine, a guy friend of mine who lived in New Jersey um, that I used to like talk to or whatever. Like we went to camp together and stuff like that. And um, he used to call me and then sometimes I used to have him call me at my friend's house. And my fr- I'm not the kind of person that looks at people and, and, and like and be like, oh, well, this person's ugly or whatever. Right. To me, she was a beautiful person because she had a good personality. Right. So anyway, so they wind up talking on the phone. And so she was like, oh, do you mind? I was like, I don't care. He's not my boyfriend or nothing like that. guy. You could talk to him. And so uh, he used to ask me, he was like, hey, you know, like, what kind of person is she? And I'm like, she's a good person. So they started writing back and forth, same kind of concept or whatever. This is, you know, before the internet or whatever. Well, it was probably at the dawn of like AOL time, right? So um, anyway, so he asked her to send a picture. And so she went through her pictures and so she was like, which one do you think I should send? And so I was like, oh, send this one because you look cute in it. And she was cute. She had, well, she had green eyes and, you know, and she had like long curly hair or whatever. She was a little chunky, you know. <laughs> but anyway, so I think he liked her just based off of her voice. Like she had a, she had a, a cute voice. Anyway, so she he gets the picture. He calls me at my house. He was like freaking like, Calling me, calling me, calling me. I wasn't home, leaving me messages, like, call me back. I didn't have long distance back in the day, and he knew that. I was like, what do you want for me to do? So he finally gets in touch with me, and he's like, Mina, is this a joke? I was like, what are you talking about? 
He was like, is this what she really looks like? I was like, yeah, what's wrong? He was like, what's wrong? Come on, man. He was like, first of all, he was like, I, I, I just can't. He was like, I can't trust your judgment no more. You knew, you knew, was like, you knew damn well what's wrong. See, if you were, see, that's how, how much of a friend that you're not. <laughs> Honestly, I was trying to hook up two if, friends. Why? How you look? If love is blind, right? If love is right? not blind, that's a lie. First of all, you're not a friend. Honestly, I was a friend. No, you're not a friend. First of all, if I was both of them, I wouldn't be your friend no more. <laughs> to be honest, and I'll tell you why. First of all, I wouldn't be your friend if I was him. Oh, man. Because, are you serious? Are you serious? Oh, I felt bad. Honestly, you know damn well. No, you You feel bad. You do the right thing. Are you serious? I was. I thought you I was doing, doing the right thing. right thing. You weren't doing the right thing. You see, he called me. <laughs> you weren't doing the right thing. If you were a real friend to him, you wouldn't have set him up with Miss Piggy. Oh. Secondly, if you, you were a real funny? friend to her, you know if you funny? were... Oh, I'm not... He said hold that. Up, hold he up. said she looked okay. like Miss Piggy. Okay, but I'm talking. Damn. Hold up. And if you're a real friend to her, if you're a real friend to her, and she asked you, what pictures did I send? You should have said, one, that's not you. <laughs> that's what a real friend. Like, if my friend would ask me, yo, what picture I would send? I'd say, not yours. Send Tupac. That's what a real friend said. Send yes. Tupac's picture. Yeah. Something like Tupac that doesn't look so much like Tupac, but kind of. Like, like that's what a, a real friend does. Ja Rule. Sometimes, your friends, sometimes gotta be honest. And being honest is telling them to be dishonest. I thought I didn't see yeah, her that way. I know, yeah. I didn't. I know. Okay, I, didn't. I know. That's the problem. That's the problem. <laughs> What's who the cares? problem? The problem is who cares how you see him? How is he gonna see the person? I thought she was beautiful because she had okay. a good heart. Yeah, nobody cares about a good heart. <laughs> I care about good heart. All right, good luck. <laughs> Apparently, I don't care about your heart. Jesus nobody Christ. ever, nobody ever went online or saw somebody in the street and said herself. And stop. No guy or woman ever stopped in the street and looked at somebody, male or female, and said, damn. Now, that person looked like they got a good heart. <laughs> okay, but wait a second. Wait a second. How about there are people that have been friends forever and weren't initially attracted to each other, but the more and more that they get to know each other, there's something about them that causes a, That's a whole an attraction. different story. And I thought difference. that this is no, what we were not, establishing. That they were talking on the phone. No, no, that's not what happened. He liked her. No, no. They you, had good conversation. Oh my! God. The, the the foundation that's situation. was set. You don't you don't hook up. Uh, you don't hook nobody up with somebody in the in, in the with the, the thought mind state thinking maybe they'll just talk on the phone for three months <laughs> and fall in love with our conversation and he won't care how she looks. No, no, you gotta think this dude is a good looking dude or this dude is a good looking dude. Yeah, they'll be attracted to stuff. Yeah, this is her type. This is his type. You know, this dude, a, a athletic type, handsome guy, it's a, it's, he always had these type of chicks like this, whatever. Then all of a sudden, you send him something totally different. This guy's into Beyonce, and you sending him Lizzo. Wow. Like, are you serious? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Lizzo. Lizzo's there pretty. Is, okay, you're right. She's I, pretty. I didn't say nothing. I never said nothing wrong with Lizzo. But she's not Beyonce. Hold on. That's I, the whole thing. Title she's of the episode? Not Beyonce. Pete's the wingman. Yes, you you would have been a better he wingman than me. Oh, you know, I'm not gonna. I am the ultimate wingman. I'll bag you, shorty, for myself and then pass it on. What? It's like ordering a dish. I order myself. I like to have this it and then pass. Boom! I know what you like. <laughs> so all I'm doing is checking out the menu, making the order, getting the order, bringing it over. It was not my intention to hook them up. They just started talking on the phone. No, what's he likes the conversation. And so I was just like, okay, cool. They're, they're fine. No, 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 no. You just said, I got somebody for you, a friend you might no. like. You just told me you said. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. I did not. Did she say that? I did not. I said no. no I said, so then he would call me at my house, and then he would, he would call me yes, at her house, and they started no, and they started talking. And then he asked said. me, what do you think about her, whatever. I'm like, she's nice. She's sweet. That's not what you said. She's a good girl. That's that is what I said. But... Who cares how sweet you want? He didn't say what you think about it. That doesn't. When a guy asks, "Hey, so what's up with her?" Nope, he doesn't care if she's sweet or she's a good girl. Nobody cares. Oh, you sweet, got a nice heart, a good girl. You know what I'm saying? She went to high school. Nobody cares about that. How does she look? <laughs> Wait, that's not what he asked me. That's what he did ask you. That's not what he, yes, you it need to is. be direct with me. It's no. funny because guys act like, oh, women, or they they talk in circles or they talk in code. Then be direct with me. If you say like, "Yo, is it like what she look like? What does she look like?" And I described it. I said she has green eyes, she has long curly hair, and I didn't say she was a little chunky. She was standing right there. I but that's couldn't, what she I couldn't like. say that. 
think she's a little she's a little overweight. You don't say so. You know what to say. I mean, you don't say. I guess you know he was a he was a you know he was a church boy. So I thought that maybe you know. Church guys like fat dicks, or church no, guys don't just like, like good looking women. You're not gonna be superficial if you're gonna be like you know. I don't know. I don't no, know. That's so me just being all right with somebody that's not my preference is is me being superficial. Just because I'm not attracted to a person that's not my preference doesn't mean I'm superficial. If a girl is heavier than me and I don't like her because of that, I'm not superficial. She's just not my type. Not you're my not preference. liking her. Because of it. So, yeah, that is superficial. No, it's not. She's just not my type. If I have a preference, it's like this. If I go to the store and I like my bagel lightly toasted mm-hmm. and you burn it every time, I'm not <laughs> superficial. That's not my preference. Now, I'm not hating on that. It's just not what I prefer. I like it lightly toasted. Just like I like my women lightly on the scale, more than heavily on the scale. Okay. So I super, prefer a Superficial. Means is existing or occurring at or on the surface. It's surface shit. Situated or occurring on the skin or immediately beneath it. Appearing to be true or real until only, only until examined more closely. First of all, it's not superficial. It's if a guy has a preference, and he's not saying, "Oh, I like you, your friend." He's just saying, "You're just not my type." That's not a superficial. It's just and that's you fine. Don't I mean, standard. I didn't push it. After. Every job have qualifications and standards <laughs> that you have to have to apply for the job. If you don't fit those qualifications and standards and you apply for the job, then you're wasting both of all time. Right? So if I have, if I'm your, if you're my friend, you know me. If you really were my friend, you know me. That means you know the type of girls I would like or would fit, you know, my, fit me. But personality-wise, they, they worked. Okay. They liked each other personality-wise, so I felt like they could probably get over that hump. That's a big <laughs> hump to get over. <laughs> Some people don't want to get over a hump. Who wants to get over a hump? The only hump I want to see is on a camel. Okay. <laughs> That's so weird. Like, why would you... All right, well, I guess I'm a bad friend. You were a bad friend. I'm not saying you're a bad friend now, but you were a bad friend. Sometimes, you I know what? I was a good friend. I know sometimes when I say to myself, you know what? Sometimes I'm just not getting in the middle of it. Like, when I have a big friend and say, yo, hook me up with somebody. Yo, yo, yo your, your wife got friends or your girl got friends. I've had friends that were not so good looking. Still my friends nonetheless. Not so good looking guys, not so attractive, and that I know that the girls I'm around, or maybe my woman's, fr- my woman's friends probably wouldn't be attracted to, and I've had plenty of them, yo, what's up, yo, your girl got friends, your wife. I've got plenty back from that, and you know what I do, because I'm a real friend, I say, ah, nah, not really. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, we received... I definitely didn't expect for that segment to go as long as it did. We was... <laughs> But anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. We received... Remember, we take questions. Anybody asks on the show. Anybody you want to hear. Personal questions you have. Or just questions you're just curious to hear about. Um, so this question is from an anonymous, anonymous. person. Um, so we get emails from people. And uh, we try to select a few. If we can. If we have enough time during uh, each episode. Don't stop sending any questions. We will get to them. Um, but we thought that this one was a really, really interesting question and I'm going to, I'm going to read it and then I want for you to respond first or unless you want for me to respond first. It doesn't matter. Okay. So this is from anonymous. My husband and I have good relationships with our ex-husband and ex-wife and we appreciate that we are all cordial, no drama. However, our respective exes live out of state and when they visit the kids, They have ended up staying at our house, like sleeping over because they traveled far, are tired, can't afford hotels, etc. It's really put us in an awkward position. Question, just curious, would you allow your exes over? What do you think and how do you feel about it? (laughs) Anonymous. Anonymous. All right, um... Me, personally, ain't no ex sleep over my house, first of all. Ain't no ex coming to visit my house. At all. Um, I don't want to see them. I don't want them over here. There's no reason for them to be over here. We're not cool. I don't care if you got nowhere to go. I don't care if you're passing by and you're drunk and you don't have to keep driving. Sleep in your car. Sleep outside. Pitch a tent. You're not coming to my house. My ex is not coming here. 
Your ex is not coming in. <laughs> Nobody's ex is coming to my house. The only ex in my house is my daughter, Zelina. Because it starts with an ex. I won't allow no ex. I don't care. There's no justifiable reason. There's nothing. There's no story you could make. There's no scenario you could create. There's nothing you could tell me to make me sympathetic and would be like, you know what? Maybe I would. I wouldn't even let my ex <laughs> pitch up a tent in my yard to sleep. You're not even allowed to sleep in the yard outside. You park your car in the public street, sleep in that motherfucker. But I'm not letting my ex in my house. There's no reason for you to come here. We're not friends. There is a reason for no. them to come because of the child. Oh, well, That's why they're coming. No, yeah, you could come, to, but you're not, no reason to come inside. You have to come inside. You'd be outside. It's not your house. You want to see the child? You wait outside, he'll be out in a minute. But this is a situation of out-of-state parents. Think of the scenario. I understand. You wait outside. If you came this far, you could wait outside. You're not coming in. The, the out of the, I don't care if you're from out of the country. You're not coming inside. If you made... The, uh, let's say, prepared, made the, uh... Arrangements? Arrangements. Sorry, damn. I was lost. I got gotcha, babe. Brain. I got gotcha. you. If you made all these arrangements to come from out of state or whatever to come visit your child, then you had enough time or should have had enough foresight to uh, arrange for a place to stay or go. Because there's no way you would have had in mind that you were staying here. There's no way my ex, and I don't think, I don't think none of my exes would ever in their mind think that there's a possibility they'll stay i believe in their mind they will automatically say you know what there's no way we're staying there well staying there's there, so. there's only one ex that would have like would would have reason to because you have a child with that person but so any other exes, exes in are, are just whatever I'm saying, well the more there's no i don't think she would even consider that because no there's no nobody's ex is staying here okay so can i answer that you can answer. Okay. So I have a very, very um, unique perspective because unlike Pete, whose parents have been married for 51 years now, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. 51 years, going on 52. My parents um, wound up getting a divorce in my teenage years. Um, and they actually wound up, they were separated for some time. Uh, from the time that I was 10. I think that the uh, divorce was official when I was about 16 or 17 years old. So um, my perspective is a little different. And my parents both, like, they remained on Staten Island. So this wasn't even an out-of-state situation. But I can tell you this. If you look at all of our photo albums and you look at the pictures, it looks almost as if we never like had a separation because for Christmas, Mother's Day, Father's Day, my dad's birthday, Mm -hmm. my mom's birthday, they were both still there for each other. Um, and for us and like my dad did not miss a holiday mostly because my mom, she freaking throws down in the kitchen. Um, and my dad is like, shit, I done fucked up by asking for a divorce. (laughs) Um, so my perspective is a little bit different. At one point, like my dad, I know my dad, he had girlfriends or whatever. We never met them. My mom had one boyfriend that we actually met. Um, and we had like a, a cordial relationship with or whatever. He was, he was, he was a nice person or whatever. It was a really awkward Thanksgiving one year when he tried to overstep shit. And then my grandmother's uh-huh. uh, husband had to like say, yo. Richard, don't you talk about Richard or whatever, because my dad was still that dude, you know? So, um, so in that regard, it's kind of like if you can get along, especially for the kids, for us, it just made us feel so much better. I don't know if maybe it, it gave us false hope that our parents would get back together, you know, as kids. And then like, then we wound up, um, my, my parents, you know, it's like they put us through this whole shit and then. Later on in life, I think, Avery, you were probably about... When did you have your appendicitis? Four. Four years old. So when you were four years old, they moved back in together. And then it was just like they lived together until my dad died. So it was just like, why'd you put us through all this bullshit? They didn't get remarried, but it was just like, you know, so... 
I have a unique perspective with that. I think that if if the parents can kind of like work it out where they could be cordial in those situations, but sleeping over, now I have to put myself in Anonymous's position. You set a precedent by trying to be cool off top, mm. right? Mm. So in in your regard about like, you know, saying if you made arrangements to come, then you should make arrangements for, you know, uh, staying at a hotel. I could understand if, you know, initially maybe the first visit, it was kind of like, because it seems like um, Anonymous and um, Anonymous's husband has custody of the children. Mm-hmm. So when the exes are coming to visit, you know, maybe on the first time it might have been a little bit, you know, difficult because... You have to understand if they have custody, it's possible that the other parent is also paying support. So if they're paying support, you know, adjusting to paying support and all of that or whatever might be the issue of like financial uh, strain. So I get it. But moving forward, as the time goes by, I would say that like, you know, like, look, you know, the first time for the kids, we're going to, you know making a, 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 a we're, we're going to make accommodations for you. But going forward, like, you're going to have to figure this shit out. Oh. Because I feel like this. Look, it's already happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, with Anonymous, this has already happened. Yeah, but so, it wouldn't happen with us. No, it wouldn't happen with us. But I'm just trying to give this person advice that you need to be like, all right, the next time you come. Because if you're going out to restaurants, if you're hanging out with your boys... You know, or you're hanging out with your girlfriends, you're having girls' night or whatever, then you could save up money to stay in a hotel on the weekends when you're coming to visit your kid. My thing is, you made a Airbnb or some shit. You made arrangements to come out here already, so I don't care what you. If you didn't make arrangements to find a place to sleep and you just assumed you were staying here, well, um, rude awakening. It's not happening. Because it's weird. I don't feel sorry. I'm not sympathetic. These are grown ass people, grown ass women, men, whatever. I'm sorry. You're not staying here. That's it. It's not happening. I, I know it wouldn't be a question for us, but I'm saying in this person's instance, they already set the precedent. So how do you come out of this? Because you don't have to do it again. It's freaking it's your house. We, it, yeah, but but then how do you do it without creating conflict? Okay, this is how I do it. If somebody's making plans, they say they're coming. Oh, I'm just want to give you a heads up. If you come down here, just um, <laughs> make sure you make arrangements to find a place to stay because um. You're not staying here again like last time. Or maybe, no, so so to no, do it kind of like in a PC way, like, uh, uh, oh, that's great. Hey, by the way, here's some hotels that are cheap around the And then they'll say, oh, that's all right. Well, I'm just going to stay there. It's better. It was nice over there. No, 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 no. The only way to do this, you got to be straight up. I just want to let you know, um, make sure you book because um, you're not staying here next time. I, and I kind of wonder just if... being straightforward. I don't have the, to be friends. You don't have I, to be friends. But I wonder if the exes are in relationships themselves because... How do their partners feel about them staying with their exes in their house? Exactly. How would That's you another, feel? You, you, I would be like, yo, look, here's some money or whatever so that you could stay somewhere else because you're not staying in your ex's house. It's also just weird. You cannot be yourself in your house, right? Like, it's one thing if you're coming for, like, the kid has a birthday party and you're cordial enough for that to happen because there are couples where this exists. I wouldn't have them either. You're not even coming for the party. But that's your situation. That's I'm just your saying that. Too. Yes, but ideally Nobody's speaking, you would you would like for people to get along. I mean, we have people in our families that do have cordial relationships with their exes, and it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I guess that's cool. I just it's weird to me though. I it's just don't weird to you it. because of your situation. But I just, I, I don't, honestly, even if it was a cool cordial situation with my situation, I don't think I would still do it because I just don't feel comfortable. You don't belong here. We're not together. Maybe there's no beef, but you just don't belong here. We're not cool. We were only cool for one reason, and that reason's gone, and I don't want to be cool with you no more. My fears, I just feel like this, whether it was on, we separate on good or bad terms, we're separated for good. That's it, period. It's finished. Yeah, but it's not about you, though. It's about your kid. Yes, you're right. But, so so you kid, can see the kid, but you're not staying over my house. No, no, not staying over the house, but what I'm saying is not in, a scenario, in a scenario where it's a birthday party or whatever, you would want for... Mm. Yes, because I don't she, the, the, the kids are a part of both parents. You're right. And for both families to be involved, in, if it's a drama-free, like Anonymous says... And it looks great in the movies all the time, but I just can't... Honestly... You're a party to it all the time. I just don't want nobody to come to my party. I'm not a party to it. I don't want 
I don't think I would allow it. I just don't want no... Even if it was good, I just don't want you here. If the ex wants to come to oh, it's a child's party, well, you throw him a party. This okay, what party. if I'm what throwing. if your kid says, you know, I would if there's no conflict, you don't have any beef. I know we're going off course here, but you have no beef or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you guys broke up on mutual terms. You were going in different directions. Yeah, yeah, understand. Right? It was a mutual split. Yeah, amicable split. Yeah, it's not like you know, like no e- beef. emotional split. It's not yeah, an emotional. There was split. no beef, and or enough time has passed or whatever. Fine, whatever. Yeah, and you know. Hey, Dad, can Mom come to my party? And my mom's mom, a.k.a. my, my other grandma, and my uncle, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, nah, because I want for my family to be here. I don't here. think so. I don't think I would do it, honestly. I'm going to be real with you. I can't. It hasn't happened. It will never happen. I'm pretty sure. It just is not, it's not like that the way it is. But I don't see it happening. And I don't, I don't know. I don't think I... You're projecting. I'm giving you a scenario, but you're projecting. You're still projecting your own situation. Because I can't help but think my situation. I can't think all the way. I want for you to think of people in your life who have a situation like that and they're able to deal with it and everybody's mature and everybody actually winds up having a really good time. You're right. But I know somebody, and I don't know if you've mentioned one of them too, but one of them in one of those relationships, dude is a clown too, man. He's a clown. I wouldn't allow that clown in But... They allow him and they work together. If you're talking about somebody in my family. No, no, no. I'm not talking about anyone in your family. Well, if somebody, I have people in my family that there's a situation like that and they coexist at, 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 at the, their, you know, children's functions. And I, I wouldn't allow that either because dude's a clown. No, I'm not talking about that. Okay, but I just don't. I'm talking about something that we witnessed personally. I really can't speak on it. And I've seen it and it amazes me. Like, I, like your brother, matter of fact. And it amazes me like, wow, because his ex, she's mad cool. You know, he's cool, and they get along well, and there's no, it's never beef. I mean, they both be at all functions, and even her mom is mad cool, and it's like she's, fam, it's like they're fam. And, and her husband, no and, her husband and, and my sister-in-law, and, just, and they get along. And, and their kids together, like, you know her kid, her kids just, with him are, I like, my nieces. And to me, that's bizarre. I'm not saying what they're doing is wrong, but what they're doing is, is dope. It just, to me, just looks... Like, I just can't understand, like, how do they do this? Shit? Maybe because they're able to separate for the I kids. understand what you're saying, but I'm just thinking about my situation. And I'm saying, how did they do that? I can't... And, of course, my situation is different. It's not the same. If it was the same, they probably wouldn't be able to do it. But it's just like, wow, this is... I think their situation dope. is different because it takes a village, right? And yeah, they have, like, my... My, my brother's ex's mom is just... She's so great. And yes, the history I think that we have with them, you know, they were together since they were in high school and then their respective new partners, their, you know, the husband and the wife, the new husband and wife, they're also amazing, dope ass people. Like they're so cool. So there's no drama. There's no drama. So an anonymous situation, she's saying there's no drama. There's no drama with her husband and the ex and herself and her husband's ex, they all get along. Okay, I hear that. I still couldn't get along or not. I still don't want you in my house. And then the thing is, I don't want my ex here, and I don't want your ex here. And and I don't care who I'm with. No, your ex is not allowed in my house. I'm not saying they can't come pick up their kids, can't come see their kids, but not in my house. You wait outside. You go somewhere else. You're not coming to my house. You're not welcome in my home. And not even welcome in my home, more or less sleeping over. Are you crazy? Hell no. There's no story you could tell me or pitch to me that make me feel sympathetic and let you sleep in my house. How did you get here? Well, I drove. Sleep in your car. <laughs> okay, so. That's it. To answer it's the cold. question, Start how do you car, feel? Put the heat on. <laughs> how do you feel? Pete said how he felt. Um, but if you're looking for a way to get out of this, I would just, you know, like hit him with a like, it's like, it's, it's, it, again, it's uncomfortable. I think that if they stay there, it's like, you can't really be yourself. If you want to smash with your husband, it's a little weird. You can't do it. <laughs> you know dudes around. Like, it's like, yeah. He's used hearing to, shit. I used who to hit that this, too. Who knows I used to hit thinking, that too. What dudes thinking? <laughs> he's hearing shit and touching himself like. Oh God. Yeah. No, no, yeah. that's not where I was going. Yeah, but who knows? <laughs> First, I don't want no weirdo in me. I don't want, I, this whole thing. I don't care who you are. I don't care if the situation was good. Everything was sweet. My wife, whether you and my wife, or I had another wife, no matter who was my wife at the time, none of their exes sleep. Your ex is not coming in my house. And if I ever find out, oh, that ex was there when I wasn't around and let the person, even to come get a drink of water, then you're moving out with him. 
Because why you let him in? I told you he ain't in here. Now you let him in. Apparently, you chose him over me. Pack your shit. You're going with him. You know what's so funny, though, Pete? You talk all this shit. Yeah. I'm and talking, I, and I'm, 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 you were I'm, very sympathetic towards the situation, and I had to talk you out of a situation. I never said nobody sleep in my house. No. No. That's it. Big difference. Total different story where you're trying to imply versus what I'm saying. No, no, no. Big difference. No, I, I don't think... I, first of all, it would not... I, I wouldn't even bring that to you because, first of all, I don't want my ex in my house. I don't want him sleeping over my house. Are you crazy? You won't be sleeping over here. I, I don't I, want him sleeping over. Nobody's I don't, sleeping You know, here. like, it's... it's Nah, nah, you're not sleeping over, dude. Like, get a, get a freaking hotel. There's some friends now, don't even want sleeping over. Now that the precedent is set, now it's got to be like, yo, if you could... If you're... If you're sitting out there or whatever, if you're going out and hanging out with your friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe you need to put, a, like, that night that you're going out, that $100 that you're spending on booze and a, a meal and stuff like that or whatever for guys' night one month, throw that shit in the bank. If every month you're going, if every week you're going out and you're spending $100, every month you should be throwing that shit in the bank so that when you go see your kids, you have enough money to pay for a hotel. Some dudes are losers, though. Damn, you think people are going to really come on? Well, if you really want to see a kid, then that's what you're going to do. Because okay. this is you're asking too much of me and my family. And it could potentially put a strain on your own relationship because it's fucking weird. First of all, I wouldn't I wouldn't even invest all this time and energy that you're doing. You make I just get straight to the point. If First of all, if you're coming to see the kid, you're going to call, let me know, make arrangements to make sure I'm here. Obviously, if you're coming from out of state or something. So when you do it, then ask me, and if I am gonna be around, yeah, I'll be around. Um, make sure you, if you're planning to stay and visit for a couple of days, make sure you book a room. Yeah, because you know what, it is a Off huge. Top, I'm gonna be very clear. But book isn't a room, it a huge imposition? Here. Because now it's like, do you trust that person in your house? Like, if you have to go food shopping or something like that, and your your significant other is out doing another errands or whatever, you're gonna just leave this person in your house to snoop through your shit? Just because your husband is is cordial with your ex and you're saying oh they get along they're fine they're not no beef just because he's cordial doesn't mean he wants him to sleep over doesn't mean he's cool with him sleeping over that's for sure trust me no man wants his woman or wife's ex-man to sleep over the house or be there and if, and if he does uh, he's cool with it then that's weird to me <laughs> just weird how a person doesn't mind their wife's ex to sleep over it's weird to me you're very passionate about it. I would, I'm not having it. And it's funny. I remember a situation with my brother. Not my brother. Made a mistake. <laughs> who was it? Anyway, whoever. I, may, I remember a situation. Not even married. They were in a relationship. Him and the girl was in a relationship. And they were cool. I guess they were exclusive. And her ex came by the house. I guess trying to talk to her, whatever. Maybe trying to win her back or swore her back, whatever. Smash, lit, whatever, I guess, one of those situations. I thought you said they smashed. No, he smashed, he's yeah. lit. Okay. Who knows they smashed? He probably did. Dude ends up sleeping over the house. Her justif- He finds out. Her justification to him was, oh, he was drunk and everything. I couldn't let him um, send him Yeesh. home like that. So he slept over the house. So he asked me my advice, what to do. I said, well, tell her to let him move in because I'm not fucking with her no more. There's no excuse. I don't give a damn who it is. We don't gotta be married. If we're exclusive and you let your ex sleep over, there's nothing you could tell me that'll make me say, you know what? You're right. Um, call me superficial. Call me petty. Call me whatever you want. But don't call me telling me some dude sleeping over the house. Because that's <laughs> not happening. That is not happening. I don't care who you is. Call me whatever you want. Jealous, oh, you this, you're insecure. I don't care. You can say all the names you want. He's not sleeping over. And if you keep and if you keep on insisting and try to push it, I'm really gonna think, damn, she's really pushing for this dude to sleep over to, or pushing for the okay. Something's not right. Yeah. Why don't you go sleep over with him somewhere? I'll book a room for both of you. Pack your shit. You're both out. Yeah, I don't I, play that shit. I don't. I don't think it's cool. Neither would I. And even just, ugh, that's just it. Just if if somebody feels comfortable enough to even like come through. It's um, it's one of those situations where it's kind of like then it calls into question, why does dude feel comfortable enough to come through here? That's another thing too. If I was an ex, I don't want to be in my ex girl's crib, especially if she's married or with no dude and they're there. Like if I was an ex and I felt like oh I'm gonna go over there, I'm gonna get me some. Maybe I would want to sleep over, but I'm not going over there if her husband's there or family. I'm not. I don't feel cool. Like I wouldn't feel comfortable. I'm not. 
Not only I'm a sucker, I'm scared. I just don't want to be with another dude. Dude is here. Yeah, it's weird. And then I feel like, I would feel like less than a man. Like, damn, I got to come stay here? I'm not, I, this dude probably looked at me like, I'm not even man enough to handle my responsibility and don't check my son. Let me scoop my son up and book a room and yeah. me and my son to do our own thing. Yeah. I'm going to be over here using all your shit and your accommodations. And your <laughs> going into sofa, your fridge. Going in your fridge, going in your shower, <laughs> just chilling, walking around like it's my pad. Wait, I'm but what about the that. girl? What if the girl like walks around in fucking lingerie and shit like Oh yeah, that? like my, uh, uh, the man's ex coming over here and you get out of bed, you I see mean, your husband's make... ex and she's walking around with a negligee on some see-through shit. Or... Honestly, if it was your ex, I would laugh because that shit would be fucking funny to me. But um, I'll drag a bitch. <laughs> Well, it wouldn't happen, so it doesn't yeah, matter. I don't, I don't play that shit. I don't care who it is. I'm not, I, I just don't think that shit is cool. I don't even think nah. that... Honestly, that to me personally, you couldn't even come at me with that question. And you think my... If you came at me with that question, my thing is like, pack your shit. You go with him somewhere. <laughs> I don't even want to hear it. You come at me like that, I'm going to feel like, are you serious? Are you serious? That's all my... That's my first response to that is, are you serious? Are you serious? You really asked me if this person could stay over? Yo, the dude came and come inside the house. You told him I'd stay over. Are you crazy? Matter of fact, you can wait for him at the curb. Meet him out there and talk out there. <laughs> Not even at the front of the house. I don't want this dude ringing a bell. Are you crazy? <sighs> talk about it. I think we, we covered it. So, Anonymous, <laughs> I think we, we, we answered your question. Yeah, curve. <laughs> so, try to get these exes out of the house at this point. It's, it's enough already. The precedent's been set, but it doesn't mean that you can't change it. And you should. Not, you know, because cause it's not just, like I've said before, it's not just about the kids. It's also about your relationship with your partner. Your foundation has to be strong. Your partner has to feel like your relationship is strong, period. You guys have to be strong together. Nobody should feel uncomfortable, especially, and I say this all the time, in our house. Our house is our sanctuary. There's so much bullshit that goes on outside in the world and outside forces with work with traveling or whatever, like with commuting and stuff like that, the kids in school and, and you know, it, like peers and people who get on your freaking nerves or whatever. There's so much shit that your home is supposed to be your sanctuary and you can't let any of that energy affect the home that you have built for yourself, your spouse, and your kids. So my advice, get them out. Fuck the exes. So that was a really good question. I liked it. So keep them coming. The only, fu- the only X I fuck with is DMX. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the deal? Anyway. All so. right, peoples. This is episode five. It's a wrap up. We're keeping it coming. Keep listening. Subscribe. Share. Follow. Review. Rate. Tell your friends. Tell their friends. Tell your mom. Tell her. Tell her moms. Go to bingo. Spread out. Spread the love. <laughs> Go to bingo. <laughs> tell them about it. Podcast is for everybody. Go play Yahtzee. Podcast is like we do it for the people. I work for the people. That's right. Oh, and lastly, I do want to shout out Wolfie. Um, know that no matter what, you're loved. You're meant to be here for a purpose. You know, I mean, we want you here. It's fine. Wolfie. Whatever is happening or whatever, it will pass. Trust me, it will pass. Everything's good, Wolfie. Everything's going to be all right. All right. Blended in perfectly, Wolfie. So, anyway. So, guys, just remember, before you turn the blender on, put a lid on that bitch. Bye-bye. Adios. Okay, okay. Oh, boy. Oh, boy.